هاي انا مريان ايوب اند ويلكم تو امس بودكاست ضيفي اليوم توني جمال اكسبرت ان بيبل اند بزنس ديفلوبمنت هاي توني هاي مريان ثانك يو فور هافينغ مي ثانكس فور بينغ وذ اس ام فيري هابي تو هاف يو اون ذا شو هابي تو بي هير انت لبناني عايش بامريكا موست اوف يور لايف وقررت ترجع على لبنان بعد 30 سنه برا تو هاف يور اون بزنس سو وات ميد يو ديسايد تو كم باك تو لبنان تعرف انه كنا ساكنين برا بنحب لبنان كثير وضلنا نرجع على لبنان بروفوكيشنز بروفوكيشنز كل صيفيه بالسنه مره او مرتين حتى سو بنحب لبنان بنحب كلتشر لبنان بنحب بنحب العالم بلبنان والاكل وكل شيء حلو بس انا قررت هالمره ارجع وابقى بلبنان سو بدي بدي اجرب اعيش بلبنان مثل ما كنت انا وصغير قبل ما فليت وبدي اجربها كنت باليو اس يو هاد فيري بيج جوبز يعني كنت تشتغل بتسلا وبمايكروسوفت ويو هاد جود اوبرتونيتيز كومينج يور واي تو ليف ايفريثينغ بيهايند اند كم تو لبنان اتس ا بيج ريسك ازنت ات از ا بيج ريسك يا انه اشتغلت كثير مع شركات تكنولوجي من بينهم ابل ومايكروسوفت وتسلا اخر شيء قبل ما جيت بس كمان تعلمت كثير اشياء حلوه باليو اس وبهدول الجوبز وحبيت اشي اطبقهم بلبنان. So what are you doing? What are you doing now? Well um, قبل ما اجي على لبنان بلشت ببروجي صغير هيك لحتى اشوف اذا بيمشي معي هونيك بامريكا كان اسمه لبنوبولي هو بيسكلي اتس ا جيم مثل مونوبولي بس على شيء لبناني. عم تشوفها هلا مع ليلى نحن عندنا نحن عندنا كمان بامس بودكاست ليلى مثل ما بالصوت بحديث البلد في ساندرين عندنا في ليلى حلو عندكم كوبي عندنا كمان لبنوبولي هي بيسكلي عباره عن ا جيم او ماي جاد بتحكي عن اراضي لبنان وفيها هيك العمله اللبنانيه من الليره لل1000 سمثينج كلتشرال بنحب نحن نلعب فيه انه بذكرنا بلبنان وبيه سيلينج مور بلبنان او برا بتبيع اكثر بامريكا اتس كايند اوف ويرد نو لا اتس في عندك عندك كثير يعني اللبنانيه باليو اس بس الحلو فيها انه اتس ذا نمبر 1 لبنانيز برودكت اون ايتسي او نايس ويتش از كول يا سو Uh, the game project started بلش بطريقه انه كتبت على علبه من برا ديزاين باي لبنيز وذ لاف لانه هيدي فكره انه اجتنا انه فينا نحن كلبنانيه نعمل ديزاينز لاشياء تختص بلبنان ل يعني تو كوميونيكيت مع الاجيال الجديده والاولاد وهيك نعلمهم شوي عنهم خبرهم عنا شوي وعن اور كلتشر امجدتها معي على لبنان وفتحت محل بالباترون اسمه ديزاين باي لبنيز وذ لاف وملايته بضاعه لبنانيه Nice. هلا حنرجع نحكي اكثر مور ديتيلز اباوت اباوت ذس وقت تكون انت عندك يور اون بزنس عندك اكيد كثير ادفانتجز وكمان وين يو ار ان امبلويي بكومباني اوريدي هي مؤسسه وفيها كمان ادفانتجز وير دو يو ثينك ار ذا بينيفيتس اوف هافينغ يور اون كومباني فيرسز بينغ ان امبلويي اور ذا اذر واي اراوند اي ثينك يو نو اتس اتس ريلي امبورتنت تو كونسيدر the benefits of being an employee before having your business انا بالنسبه لقلب بقول انه الشخص اللي بيكون امبلويي قبل ما يفتح البزنس تبعوله بيتعلم كثير اشياء especially اذا كنت موظفه بشركه مرتبه وكبيره عندهم كثير بروسيسز بيعلموك اياها بيعلموك ستراكشر كيف تتعامل مع الزبونه كيف تكبر البزنس تبعولك بيحملوك مسؤوليه زياده على حسابهم بيسكلي اكثريه الوقت وهذا الشيء انت يعني بيخليك يعني تو جرو as a good business person yes. business got experience اكيد هذا اكسبيرينس كثير مهم وبذات الوقت يعني اذا واحد عنده فكره بده يمشي فيها هو عنده هو عم يشتغل عند حدا ثاني انا بشجعه لهالشخص 
انه يبلش فكرته ويضل يشتغل بهي الشركه لحتى تنمى الفكره تبعه وتعمل له نتيجه النتيجه اللي هو بحاجه لها لانه بيكون دائما سكيورتي لما تكون ايه. تشتغل بمحل وتترك وتروح على شيء جديد كمان اتس ا بيج ريسك هاف يو ترايد ات بيفور؟ اي هاف ترايد ات يا ان فاكت اي هاف ا ستوري اي كان تيل يو يا تيل مي يا ابسولوتلي سو ان 2005 2005 كان في في اوبفيسلي شركه ابل نحن كنا بنعرفها بيعملوا الايفون والاي ماك وهالاشياء اوف كورس عملوا اي ماك جديد هو جهاز الكمبيوتر تبعولهم لونه كان ابيض وقبل ما يعملوه كان كل الاجهزه تبعولهم ملونه ازرق واحمر واخضر كل هالالوان الحلوه وقتها نقلت الابل على الاجهزه البيضاء زبوناتهم انه انزعجوا انه ليه ما في الوان كان احب الالوان سو so انا طلعت بفكره انه اعمل لهم سيليكون كيس مثل الكيس تبعول التليفون اللي نشوفه هون هلا يعني اليوم للاي ماكس انه اكبر بكثير مثل الجاكيت يعني yes. بتسيع على الكمبيوتر تبعولهم اتس فان يعني انه علمتني كثير كيف رحت على الصين وانه و... عملتها كبروجي يعني اضافا عن على الشغل اللي كنت انا عم بشتغل اوكي ات واز ا سكند ثينج يو ديدنت ليف يور جوب يو جست هاد ات يو هاد ان ايديا اوكي يا سو اي برسيو ذا ايديا اند اند اي لانشت ات ذا لايك ابلز بيجست ايفنت ان سان فرانسيسكو اند ات واز ا هيوج هيت اند اي ريسيفد ا لوت اوف بيسيكلي هايلايتس اند سبوتس اند اتنشن فروم اول اوف ذا وورلد بس اللي ما ساعدني انه انا ما كان عندي كثير خبره بالبزنس كان سو so كل الخبره تبعولي كانت انه كيف اعمل البرودكت وين جيبه وكيف اعمل الباكجينج والماركتينج كل الاشياء المهمه بس ما قدرت لحق على العالم اللي كان بدهم يعرفوا عنه او يطلبوه ما كان عندي الفاينانشال باك جراوند سو اتس اباوت تايمينج تايمينج از فيري امبورتنت فور يو تو دو تو تو بروسيد مضبوط on your own have your own uh, your own job yeah and this but but something that people don't really understand in places that كنت اول شيء بيهمني انه الاقي شغل يعني ما كنت عم فكر خلصت جامعه كنت بدي اشتغل ذاتس ما كنت عم فكر انه شو بدي اعمل بعدين وبدي بعدين يصير عندي شركه واحده وين حروح من هون انه اول اي واز ثينكينج اباوت انه اي ونت تو هاف ا جوب لايك ميك ا ليفينج فور ماي سيلف هلا بتطلع بتلاقي كل الشباب فور ذا انتري ليفل بيبل اور ذي ثينك اباوت انه اوكي هلا انا فتت بس انه بعد سنه وين حروح بعد سنتين بتشوف دائما عندهم which is a good thing يعني بتحس انه عندهم ambition they want to progress in life ويتطوروا for sure بس كمان في محلات they lose اذا uh, بدك focus on on like the time that they need to put and the, the efforts they need to put محل ما هن هلا ب their job yes especially بلبنان yeah uh, هلا انت يو تاتشت اون كابل بوينتس ذات وير ريلي امبورتنت عم تقولي انه ا لوت اوف بيبل عم بلشوا شغلهم هلا من جديد مخرجين جديد من الجامعه بدهم يعرفوا وين رح يصيروا من هلا للسنه بيعرفوا شو نوع الانفستمنت اللي رح يعملوه بهالشركه وبهالشغل كل شركه وكل بزنس بدها امبلويز يسعوا ويكونوا عندهم الديسبلين ويكونوا شاطرين انه يسعوا يلموا مستقبلهم ان تو جرو ذيم سيلفز ان تو ان تو يو نو gain growth at work etc every business needs their employee to be committed mm-hmm. right so i think the first thing you have to show your employer is your commitment but you can واحد عنده commitment لهالشغله and honestly the more you go into it 100% بتحط حالك 100% من شغلك بيطلع لك منها 100% معقول ما تكون مثلا اوكي المصاري اللي انت بحاجه تعمليها كلها هلا معقول هسه يصير من بعد سنه او سنتين او ثلاثه. We have to be patient كمان بدنا يكون عندنا شويه صبر مش انه دغري بدنا نوصل نكون yes. نقبض كثير وبهاي بوزيشنز ستارتس سلولي بعدين وي جرو از وي جو يعني. بس يو نو افري افري جوب از نوت جست اباوت ماني اتس اباوت ليرنينج. وات دو يو جونا جيت اوت اوف ات اف يو دونت ونا ليرن؟ نوثينج اور فيري ليتل. 
سو اذا بدك بس تعملي مصاري اوكي اني جاب كان دو ذات فور يو بس اذا بدك تتعلمي وتكبري وتشوفي عن جد انت وين رح تصير السنه الجايه او اللي بعدها لازم يكون انت عندك الانترنال امبيشن وذس درايف تو سكسيد وهالشيء بس انه بيجي بالديسبلين وبالبيشنس مثل ما انت قلت يا اي ثينك هذا ذس جوز باك تو انه الناس بيكونوا حاطين جولز لحالهم بس فيو اوف ذيم اكشلي ورك تووردز هول جولز يعني بدي يصير هيك بس ما بعمل شيء لاوصل لهون انه از ا ليدر وات دو يو دو تو هيلب Yeah. yeah, as a, I mean, I'm just thinking to myself. I'm thinking, okay, uh, when we have employees like this, as a leader, what do we do to help them gain clarity and understanding? And okay, شو لازم نحنا نعمل أو كيف لازم نفهمون اللي عملوا investment أكتر بشغلون وكيف نحنا لازم كمان نفهم هن شو بدهم شو الأسئلة نحنا لازم نسألون إياها نعرف هن شو بدهم وكيف نوصلون. This is one of the characteristics that makes a good leader in any Absolutely. company. Yeah. Can you name a few characteristics? Because we're always saying that we're a manager and a leader. There's always a two characteristics that No, you can be a manager, but you cannot always be a leader. مظبوط تشوف حتى هالصور الميمز اونلاين بتفرجيك انه المانجر هو الشخص اللي هيك بيقسى على على التيم تبعوله انه يكون هيك بيسكلي هو على حصانه اللي عم بجره yeah. بس الليدر هو شخص بكون عم معه بيسكلي عم بجر الحمل معهم صح وهالشيء مضبوط لانه نحن وي ليد باي اكزامبل رايت نحن وي بارت اوف ذا تيم جريت ليدرز جرو فروم جريت تيمز سو انا بقول لك انه سم اوف ماي فيفورت كاركترستكس ذا جود ليدرز ار ان امباثيتك ليدر سمون هو ليسنز سمون هو يو نو ساكريفايسز ذير تايم فور ذير تيم سمون هو ريلي كيرز جينيونلي اباوت ذا جروث اند ذا سبورت اوف ذا تيم يعني حدا انه ريلي انفستد Um, in the development of their team, so and that's not an easy job. Of course, you have a leader is is not always a kind, uh, gentle person. Sometimes they have to take a decision to be tough, and sometimes they have to take a decision to, um, you know, to be strong. Uh, but it's always with kindness and it's always with respect. In many companies, um, employees struggle with their managers. Mm. دائما في هيدا انه ماي مانجر ما بيسمعني، ماي مانجر مش مش قاريني، ما عم بي هيز نوت ريكوجنايزنج ذا جود جوب اي ام ميكينج، دائما بي هي ستريسز اون ماي نيجاتيفز وين هون الامبلويي او هاو كان ان امبلويي اكشلي ميك ا بوينت للمانجر او جيت ثرو تو ذا مانجر، اجين ا مانجر نوت ا ليدر، تو ديفاين ات كمان ايذر ايذر اور اي ثينك نحن كلنا عندنا سيم ريسبونسبيلتي باي ورك انفايرمنت انه فيرست اند فورموست تو بي كايند to be respectful and kind. نحن كامبلويز عطول لا يكون عندنا ليدر لا عطول يكون عندنا مانجر وصمن عنده ريسبونسبيلتيز اكثر منا مسؤول عنه مضبوط وعطول نحن عددنا حيكون اكثر منه لهالشخص معنا نحن نكون 20 هو يكون واحد انه بدنا كمان نحن نتفهم ونكون بيشنت از امبلويز انه هالشخص ما يكون معقول ما يكون عنده كل الريسورسز والوقت اللي اللي بيحتاج له لحتى يجي يساعدنا ويسمع لنا وهيدا بس مش بس هالشيء يعني ما ضروري يكون انه this person doesn't want to listen to you sometimes they need you to ask for their attention sometimes it's important for you to say hey as an employee recognize when your boss is doing a good job also go to your boss and say hey so and so Anna I recognize how hard you're working and I want to know I want you to know Anna I appreciate you I appreciate what you're doing for me but in addition Do you mind if I give you some feedback? And no, ask your boss, hey, do you mind if I provide you with some maybe feed forward, something that you want to use in the future? It's feed forward. Feed forward, yeah. It's a different okay. way of thinking about feedback. I know feedback is in the past. Okay. Feed forward is something to look forward to in the future. At least, Okay. Um, you can have a relationship with your boss that you, you decide what that relationship is. 
يعني نحن كنا عندنا خيار فينا يا مثلا نختار نكون ابسات اند ساد about something or optimistic and encouraging about something انا اي تشوز optimistic and encouraging because it creates a better environment of course so for me and my boss so i start there it's, yeah of course it, it's important to have a healthy environment yeah. in any company absolutely which i believe both employees and managers like i mean regular employees and managers contribute to in a way mm-hmm. um, what are the responsibilities they manage to put the responsibility on the manager or the leader to actually create this but كمان في محلات في مسؤوليه بتقع على الموظف هو كموظف كيف هو بيتعامل مع الشغل كيف هو بيتصرف لحتى يخلق هيدا تو كيب اذا بدك هيدا الانفايرمنت هيلثي وات ار ذا ريسبونسبيلتيز على الامبلوي ذا تروث از يو هاف يو هاف تو هاف ا جود ريليشن شيب اند يو هاف تو تشالنج ايتش اذر سام تايمز انه الامبلوي ما عليه اذا اجى وتشالنج ذا مانجر ات سام تايمز تو بي لايك هي اي تشالنج يو تو دو ذس ويل اي تشالنج يو تو جيف مي 5 مينتس اوف يور تايم نيكست ويك I know you're busy and I appreciate it, but I'm going to challenge you to do that. So I think having a safe space of dialogue is important. Awalshi in a in a safe and a positive work environment. Yeah, and it builds trust, right? So there's a liaison between the previous question and this question, and it's really about trust. Nahmadna environment where we feel comfortable to discuss, nahkemabad, comfortable not to be judged or to judge other people, or to receive clear information. It's important, yeah, as a team member, as a leader. to recognize the toxic traits that about what in the work environment toxic traits مثلا gossip او مثلا يكون حدا عم بنق على شيء انه ما ما يقدر يغيره commonly مثلا اذا شخص عم يقبض هالقد عم يحكي مع هذاك الشخص اللي عم يقبض وعم يقول اوكي ليه انت عم تقبض اكثر مني اللي انا عم بقبض اكثر اقل منك هدول الاشياء انه work environment بتاذي لانه نحن يعني we all get paid differently depending on experience وقد وصلنا مع الشركه ونحن شو عم نعمل وشو شو نوعيه الشغل اللي بالاحرى شو kind of work we do mm-hmm. is what i'm trying to say so so pay discussing pay discussing things sometimes that may not be positive to your, to your environment يعني gossip is one of them بس هيدي اذا بدك يعني self discipline من الامبلويي كان كان المانجر اكشلي كنترول ذس لايك كان يو كنترول بيبل نوت gossiping in your company or in your department it, you have a responsibility to do that because your responsibility as a good leader is to provide a safe work environment for your team and a safe work environment is positive a negative and a toxic work environment is not safe I and mean, you lose employees uh, employees are not as productive etc so i think the leader and the responsibility yet what these mashaghlin that might not create a positive work environment or impact it negatively yahki ma shakhs wa hey do you mind if i talk to you for a few minutes about something that i heard yeah. earlier uh i know you might not be busy time do you mind if i give you some feedback or help me understand it's a seek to understand alhamdulillah so it's important to take this person out for a minute and say hey i noticed that you were complaining about this or i noticed that you were discussing this and you might be feeling negatively about it can you share some information with me yeah so in a respectful way fina nahki ma ba'd wa nqul okay sh'am bisir lesh lesh mazrouch shu fi kif yasadak lanhalla nahna we don't want to ma bdna nfut ba'd bikel um situation feeling like we're already on the offense or defense nahna mesh fayteen nhaarib fayteen nfham wa nfahim wa bikel ihtiram wa bikel mahabba i think that's important then once we determine shu 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 an jad nqal shu ghayit hayda shakhs then we can decide okay maybe this wasn't the right thing to do and we really have to reflect and say okay do you think that that was the right thing to do nisal al employee okay shu ra'ayak bil bil li sar 
ونحللها شوي اكثر بكل شغل في عندك الموظف اللي هو بيكون ثرايفنج واللي عم يشتغل كثير منيح ومبين كثير انه عنده فيري جود بوتنشل بس اوقات الامبلوي بيصير عنده شويه ايجو زياده يعني بصير بدل ما يفوكس على هيدا الشيء اللي هو عم يعمله اليوم ويعمله بعد احسن بصير عم يفكر انه انا صرت انه انا كثير منيح انا كثير عم بعمل اساس كثير واو والمانجر تبعي كثير مبسوط مني بصير بشتت شوي انتباهه عن المين جوب تبعه او جوب ديسكربشن تبعه هاو كان وي اكشلي كنترول ات بيكوز اونستلي اتس سمثينج ذات اي ثينك وي فيس وي اول فيس يا وي اول فيس اي لاف ذس كويشن I think it's a really important question. Because at the end of the day, it's about the well-being of the people we care most about, our employees. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll tell you that I put it on the leader. And I put in the leader, if they are creating an environment where they're giving feedback regularly and good feedback, good quality feedback on a regular basis, then the standards are being set and the expectations are being set with the employee on a regular basis. Yeah. isn't being left alone too long to think about, okay, well, am I doing too well or am I not doing well enough? regular feedback But let's say you are a leader who has not been doing that. For example, as a shakhas and a leader, uh, you know, you're developing too big of an ego as an employee, with the expectations that are being set, then It's important to communicate that. Mm-hmm. So to your employee and say, hey, listen, I've noticed, for example, if I may give you an example. Of course. Um, hey, I've noticed that you are spending a little bit more time in this area. Um, it, you know, can you help me understand how you're achieving your previous results and spending time here? I want to make sure that you are, you know, on, on a strong balancing. foundation. Yeah. yeah, and balancing out. I want to see you grow, but I want to see you grow from a great place. Mm-hmm. Start there. Own it yeah. as a leader. And if you don't own it, you can ask your employee feedback. You can say, hey, listen, I need to know from you, how, how do you think you're doing? And most importantly, where do you think you can improve? Mm-hmm. That's really important. self-improvement plans that we exercise with our employees all the time. But we should ask them that question verbally. We yeah. have a conversation. So I like to throw the challenge on the leader because ultimately... Okay, كل شيء عم بقول لك اياه عم جرب انه تو تو هولد ذا امبلويي اكاونتبل فور سمثينج اند يو كيب اون عم تاخذها على محل انه لا المانجر هو بيتحمل المسؤوليه دائما لايك ذا بيجست امباكت هو على الليدر وهو اللي بيتحمل ريسبونسبيلتي فيها Yeah, if you are a leader of leaders, then you're growing leaders. That mindset changes things. Is it انتبه تكون a leader of other leaders, then you want your employees to own the to own their roles and their business and the people who respond to them with uh, with that sort of Um, responsibility that a, a leader would. So, but if you're working directly with employees and all of them are not leaders and not aspiring to be leaders, then you're a different kind of leader. Mm. Then you really need to dig deeper and understand, okay, um, why is it that these individuals don't want to grow? You know, where do, then if they don't want to grow here, where do they want to grow and what skills do they want to grow? If you have an employee who doesn't want to grow with your company, but wants to continue working there, then they should be growing other skills within that company. Yani, polish up on your, for example, salesperson, polish up on your communication skills, on your consistency, on your product knowledge, on your technical acumen, whatever it may be that makes you better within your space. We, yani, we're always, yani, we're always at, you know, 80 to 100% is where we want to be, but we're never really at 100%. I know the target is always moving. We always have to educate ourselves and do 
and commit to doing a better job. Do you think a leader has to be loved by everyone? I think a leader has to, a good leader inspires people. I think if you are a good leader, you genuinely care about your employees and you understand that there's time that is needed to create a relationship and a trust with your employee. And you give that and you give the time that is needed. And eventually you earn their respect and you earn their trust. I don't know if love or even admiration is in there. I think I'd love for that to be the case. Mm -hmm. I would like to admire other... I've admired many leaders and I'm sure you have. Of course. But um, I wouldn't say I was admired by everybody. So that's okay. But when you have this okay, I tried so much with this employee, but mm. I've reached a point where I just cannot. Look, I, I strongly believe in a mindset, the growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. The growth mindset is about the willingness to learn and the willingness to grow and to you know invest and constantly move towards where you want to be. A fixed mindset is one where it's like, okay, خلاص, things are the way they are. I'm going to fixed mindset. fixed mindset growth mindset with time, with yeah. exercises and with support. So if we tried everything to move this individual from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, and we've documented, and along the way you're coaching and you're creating a space of transparency and you're setting clear goals and you're engaging your employee regularly. sort of a, a system in place, a structure that's organized. I'm talking about employees clear expectations and you're documenting and you're, you're letting them know where they are doing well and where they need to improve. Mm -hmm. If you start noticing you know, the improvements need to <laughs> the, the list is growing and growing, but the shakhs is not moving towards improvement, then you have to make the decision as a leader and as someone who, oh, like, يعني, responsibility you have many customers, you have your internal, your external, your boss, everyone. So you have to decide if you want to coach up or coach out. And this is a difficult decision to make that you do with your HR partner. Which up? I'm talking about the to move up. Coach out, يعني, to push them away. Yeah, to get them out of the responsibility set that they have. Is right it now. something that you do as a manager or is it HR yeah, responsibility? or? Your job is to do HR's job in, in a sense. Like as a leader and as a people manager, uh, I'm not talking here about people development. I'm also talking about people management. Mm -hmm. Uh, when you're managing talent, you're also evaluating con like continuously how they're doing, if they're meeting the, the expectations of their workplace and of their team and of their customers. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, you're correcting. But if you're not correct and you're taking notes. So what I mean by you're doing HR's job is you're giving them all of the information that they need to make it, to help you make an informed decision about your team. I think this is something we lack in general with the companies. And you have to do, you have this goal to reach. But ma bi'il lak the guideline or doesn't give you yeah. enough support for you to reach this. Especially barke nes li hne awal manu fitin ala sherke awal shagal bi'kun baad ma'adu coaching bil marra. Yani ta bi'kun anta awal shaks hambi atiyun hada al coaching la yamlo shagle. Ta anu kulo bi'ulu lak am bedak tamul hek. Okay, but how? How can I do it? Look, this is a different kind of leadership. Fi many kinds of leadership. This sounds more like. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It could be a transformational type of leadership where you really give a lot of responsibility and autonomy to the person who's doing the work. And what that does, it forces them to really learn. It's like immersive learning. 
تتعلم اللغه الجديده ببلد رح This is how you identify the good employee or the employees that they have they sure. might have a bigger future Yeah perhaps yeah. this is one of the ways you can identify oh you know I know I can work with this one because they figured it out quickly بس ما فينا كمان نقول انه all the employees are not people respond at different times انا مثلا بتخدني شوية وقت اوقات صراحة How many types of leadership can I told كذا مرة انه it's a different mm. type of leadership How many types of leadership do we have There are many types of leaderships but the ones that I am most familiar with that I've personally experienced are transformational where mm-hmm. you know just live in an environment that is really all about transforming utilizing ideas leveraging skills from other people and it's really about collaboration it, it works great in technology okay. especially in startups where it's like everything's flat level and pretty much no offices and they had the foot and the boss before and the colleague they're constantly sharing ideas okay so this is a transformational and you need that in a space that needs to be transformed if that makes sense Okay. And there's one called um, transactional. Transactional is where, let's say you're working in a job that requires you to do one of two things or one of three or four predictable things. Mm-hmm. It's a much more predictable environment. It's a space where um, you have to do a certain number of tasks or receive coaching, you know, uh, مثل, then... Little banks, Banks example. is a great example. Mm-hmm. The margin for error is very small and you have a lot of responsibilities. And the job type is small. To build more experience and move up in, in the company. Mm-hmm. Lastly, uh, my favorite one, honestly, one of my, I guess, my favorite, my favorite one is servant leader. And that's servant leadership is about serving uh, the interest of your employees to create an environment that people, where people are happy. Because yeah. when people are happy, they're productive. Personally, I love to be happy. I don't know about you. Of course, <laughs> everyone <laughs> so does. Everybody does. So this is these are the types of leaderships that I most identify with. هلا دائما كان سؤال اللي بتشوفهم كتير على السوشيال ميديا بحطوا لك difference between a leader and a manager. وفي دائما سؤال إنه are you born a leader or is this something you you get along the way? What's your take on this? I love that question because it really speaks to how I think about people. I really honestly think anyone can be a leader if if they have a good point of inspiration mm. along the way if you care enough about the people you're with and you want to grow the best in them um, you can grow great leaders but not everyone is a leader i had a i had an old boss at microsoft a very big executive and he once said he didn't say that to me but he said it in a group he said you have to be a willing participant in your own rescue does that make sense Oof. it was very powerful and in that moment i was sort of taken aback i was like Should I be offended that I'm hearing this? Like this person is saying, yani, you, you have to be a willing, yani, if I'm rescuing you from a well, you have to reach out with your hand and grab mine. That's what that meant. And in that moment, I was like, that's really powerful. Yeah. So some people, despite all of, all of us trying, yani, either it's not that they don't want to do that. It's because they're reluctant. It means we should try harder. So you think everyone can be a leader? I think everyone can be a leader if we try hard enough, if we want it to happen for them hard enough. I haven't met anyone who didn't aspire to, to be the, the person that they're exemplifying. And I try to be the person that they're exemplifying, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. At least to me, that's how I feel. Maybe I've been lucky and I've had good leaders in my, in my career. You're either born a leader or you're not. Like leadership is not something you acquire along the way. Mm. But as I grow, get more experience in life, I feel that 
اوكي اكيد في قصص يو يو بورن ويز اور بطفولتك او بحياتك از يعني لايك بعمر صغير بصير عندك اياهم بيساعدوك تكون ليدر بس اذا انت ما بتشتغل على حالك يو انفست ان يور سيلف اند يو ريد اند يو جيت اذر بيبلز اذا بدك اكسبيرينس كمان تشوف هن شو شو بيقولوا لك وتسمعهم عن جد اذا ما بتشتغل على حالك يو كان نوت بي ا جود ليدر ليدر شيب از لايك اني اذر سكيل ذات يو هاف First of all, I commend you for having a growth mindset. I love hearing that you were someplace and you, you know, you gained experience and you've moved into another space. I failed in places sure. and I learned places and I learned from them. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to actually learn from their mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. So that is really what it's about. It's about the growth mindset. And ultimately, you know, you, you have to aspire to do great things in your life. In a place where I was talking about before I started the podcast, كنت عم بقول لك انه بحس في ثري تايبس اوف رياكشنز تو وين يو اكشلي فول بالشغل المحل بيكون عندك لايك ا باد اكسبيرينس وذا واي يو رياكت تو ات اكشلي ميكس يو هو يو ار يعني يا يو ثينك انه اوكي اي فيلد وبتحط الحق على كل العالم اللي حواليك انه انا ما عملت شي غلط العالم كلها عملت لعبه ضدي اليونيفرس كله لعب ضدي يا انه بتقول اوكي اي جيف اب ام نوت جود انف اند ذاتس ات يو جست جيف اب اون ايفريثينج يوف بين دريمينج اوف Oh, you actually take everything in and take some time off. And then you think about everything that's been happening with you. You take responsibility of the things you did wrong. Um, or how you failed. It's something for you to, to hit it on the side. But for you to learn from and actually become better mm-hmm. uh, from your experience. So I don't think everyone does that. It's not something people, most people are comfortable doing. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of uh, internal like discipline and strength and honestly courage. Like, I think I would have to be very courageous between me and myself to face my fears and to face my failures and to really quiet my ego and figure out a way to gain the insight that I need from this experience. But if you do it time after time, if you just tell your mind a couple of times, like, I think I can deal with this, even mm-hmm. if it's difficult, your mind will serve you well. experience. So... Ultimately, they're all the same thing. Don't you think that um, failure stops being failure when you think of it differently, when you yeah. think of it as like, oh, this is just an opportunity to learn? This is where you, when we go for everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Even bad things, they do happen for a reason. Yeah. You know, I was, I was listening to a joke on TV the other day. It was pretty, pretty funny. If I could remember it, it was, it was like an old Chinese proverb. And it was like, um, it, was, it would always ask why, like, You know, why did this happen and why did this happen? We never know really why it happened. We can only put our best foot forward and ultimately um, do the best thing for, for the situation, for ourselves, for the people around us. I think that's really important. Yeah. There's also a thing that people are resistant to. People are resistant to change. Like, all the people don't like change. Especially if she's not in a place where she's like she is. طلعت قلت لك انا ما بدي اغير شيء، اوكي مبسوطه بشغلي، مبسوطه بالناس اللي حوالي، الديبارتمنت اللي حبيته، حتى اللوكيشن ما بدي اغير، ام هابي بالسيف زون اللي انا فيها هيدي هي ما بدي اغيرها. هاو كان وي اكشلي از ليدرز اذا بدك امبلمنت تشينج ان واي ذات از هيك ريسبتيف اكثر تكون للناس يقدروا هن يتاقلموا معها بطريقه اسهل. You're asking about stability. You created an environment where someone feels really stable, <laughs> is being productive, is happy with their work. Sounds to me like a good space to be. Now, I understand the question. It's like, okay, how do we continuously move up, challenge? Because every year our goals change, mm-hmm. our responsibilities increase. So how do we, how do we, ma- even sometimes leaders change. 
you know, how do you manage change? There's a whole segment about change management. In fact, in fact, it's like HR. It's it's almost its own division of specialty. Okay. Change management is a skill set, a very particular one that you would acquire as you are climbing the ladder in terms of types of leadership. As a GM, for example, you have to be very familiar with change management because you're constantly making big changes or potentially managing big changes that are being made by the executives. Hired. Yeah. Yeah. And those changes could include adding or removing other leadership, uh, joining bigger and smaller teams, etc. So change management, which, by the way, is all about uh, understanding the where the employees are and how to get them to accept and feel good about the changes and creating a clear set of uh, a dialogue and communication and expectations and following up. It's really about communication. You mentioned in your mahalit, even leaders they change. If you have a company with 50 employees, and you have the manager or executives to do something, who's responsible for, for this, for implementing this change in a smooth way in any company? The new leader. If, Absolutely. Too much falls on the, new, on the leaders yeah, normally. Like everything is their responsibility. Mm-hmm. So Anna, you said earlier something really that is brilliant. You said you really have to invest in yourself as a leader and read. Very true. So we have more resources today than we ever have with, you know, YouTube and other online resources, LinkedIn, etc. Even Harvard and Yale and Stanford will post their coursework for free online for you to read and follow mm-hmm. and to watch. So there are more resources to be educated and to be amazing than ever before. So why not do it? Why not figure out what makes a good leader and actually create a coursework for yourself and follow it? Challenge yourself once a week and then let your boss know that you're challenging yourself. Say, hey, boss, just to give you a heads up, I'm learning a new skill set. I'm working on this particular competency in communication or I'm working on change management so I can potentially be helpful in case we have any changes in the company. It's important to... Um, have that dialogue with someone who's responsible for your career. For example, if I'm a leader, I came to a new company. What are the steps that I should do to actually uh, establish myself? Sure, yeah. Something I've been reminded of all the time. You've like, moved from, you were in Microsoft Abel or Tesla? Microsoft first and Tesla. Okay, so yeah. how was it like, if we can talk about your personal experience? Well, you know, I'll tell you honestly, even within Microsoft or within Tesla, you're constantly moving from one manager to another role to another manager role from one area of responsibility or as we call it AOR to another AOR. Mm -hmm. So you have new teams all the time and you have new skills that you're building quickly. The first and most important thing you should do is take time to observe. Take time to observe your team, help them in their own place. So that means if your team is spending a lot of time on the sales floor, stay with them on the sales floor for Mm -hmm. the first month. Okay. Take 30 days to really observe and absorb and understand their dynamic and be present in their space because a great leader is a present leader, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Someone who's not present is, True. what's the point? Yeah. They're not leading, they're just doing the paperwork in the back. So when we talk about a leader should set goals, uh, what's the way actually to do it? How's the best way to, do, to actually set goals for an employee to, to do his job, better yeah. job? So when we're setting goals, we're setting expectations, and we really have to be smart about the goals that we're setting with our employees. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's an acronym called SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Okay. And it stands for specific, like your goals have to be specific. Uh, you have to be specific with your communication and what you're asking of your employee. You have to be measurable, which is the M in SMART. Measurable is, you know, how do I measure the rate of success here? 
Uh, is it quantifiable? Is it qualifiable? Etc. Mm-hmm. So uh, measurable, is it achievable? Is it something that the employee can actually achieve? Is it too much? Is it too little? You have to kind of gauge and see. Um, is it relevant? Does it make sense? Does the employee understand how this particular goal connects to the greater the greater company, the mission, yeah. which is really important? And is it time bound? Which means, is there like a deadline that you're providing to this employee so that they can perform this task for you? So smart. That's very smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. It works. Yeah. So um... honestly, it makes it easier too when you're tracking the progress or when you're doing performance reviews. And that's something that a good leader will do regularly, at least once a month, I would say. A good written performance review for no more than 15 minutes. Sitting down and saying, hey, these are the tasks. Uh, you've, you know, you've done this, you've achieved that. I noticed that you didn't quite achieve on the measurables or perhaps you um, achieved it too late. Uh, this is a great way to structure your performance review for, with your employee and track it for a Follow HR. up, ski, I guess. Absolutely. Let's say I'm an employee and I'm a manager like the goals I should uh, I should reach, the know-how, I need to actually do it. Mm-hmm. I'm my follow-up. There you go. What do I do? Yeah. In the event that you're, you as an employee don't get the proper follow-up from your manager, you should ask for one. Mm-hmm. You should say, hey, I finished working on this task. I'd love to sit down with you for five or ten minutes so we can do a proper follow-up. And then we can put it in my performance review. Do you think any employee level should have access to the the manager, like the, the, the high management, like the general manager? It really depends on the manager. And this is something that they have to make as a call. And it's their call. Ultimately, it's about your agenda and how busy you are. Anna, I think that every, we have different level managers for different teams for a reason. Yeah. So that we can make, so there would be a proper amount of time that can be given to the employees. And the Inta is eight employees, for example, that you're managing. Uh, they're going to have access to you. You're their first resource, etc. Just like you are a direct report to your boss yeah. and he has five or six employees or she has five or six employees, that person may not want 40 employees. They might not be able to handle it with their workload. So technically in any organization, your employee should not should have access in the event that they have a concern or they want to share something. You oh, know, they, they, they have conflict with, with their, with their, uh, with direct, their direct manager. manager. Yeah. yeah, they, they should they have should... someone. أنت وقت عم تحكي أنا عم فكر إنه قد إيه بده يكون الشخص اللي بده يكون managing any any number of people إن كان one or أكثر بده يكون عنده هيك patience ودائما ياخذ الأمور in a positive way وجرب يعمل من negative thing a positive thing. Do you think this changes من level تبع الامبلويي لما لما يكون حدا entry level you have to be more positive أكثر considerate لthir feelings. Do you think إذا كان الامبلويي اللي أنت عم تتعامل معه صار بليفل أكبر عنده صار experience أكثر لازم أو مش لازم تتغير هذا المعاملة أم لازم تدلل هيدا هي ذاتها through يعني with all your employees يعني regardless of their managerial level or experience level. You have to be respectful in my opinion and kind and inspiring to everybody who speaks to you. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, you you should be kind and respectful and give your best to your employee, but that shouldn't be at the cost of of doing what's right for the company and what's right for the growth of the employee. Like we can be kind and just, but fair and clear. Yeah. Being clear is not I being mean. I think everyone wants to be motivated as well. You know, motivation is important. And I feel like that's a cliche to say, but I'll tell you, the mark of a good GM or someone who's like above, uh, you know, higher leadership is the person who spends, who's comfortable spending time getting to know the entire team. So that way the team doesn't have to go to them uh, in order to voice their concerns, but they the GM, know. yeah, the GM automatically is asking, Hey, tell me, how's your day going? 
and knowing their name, especially if you have a lot of employees. It's wonderful to see a GM. It's very motivational mm -hmm. and inspiring to see a GM uh, or anyone from any other uh, management role. Maybe, maybe if you're managing one department and someone from another department says, hey, dear manager, co-manager, do you mind if I spend some time in your department and get to know your team? Absolutely. Invite them in because the team wants to feel like they're special. They want to be motivated. And there are many types of motivations. There are really two, intrinsic and extrinsic. So an internal motivator and external motivator. So some people are motivated by external factors. Some people are from internal factors. Like mm -hmm. some people are motivated by money. Some people are motivated by recognition. But you get a lot more out of someone in terms of productivity and long-term support if you focus on recognition and, and growth versus short-term things like money. Yeah. When you feel that like an employee which is you would say is behind the situation, leave your job. We've all been there. We've all, yeah. you know, felt that at some point. You perhaps um, have feel like you've done everything. You've lost passion for your work, maybe. Maybe you feel like you want to try something new. Um, you really have to consider all of the factors before you make a decision about leaving. First of all, if you've spent a lot of time at this job and you've built up a reputation and you have great resources that you've used, maybe have an honest conversation, have an honest conversation with your HR partner or with your manager. Say, hey, I'm considering leaving because these things are not being met. I'm not satisfied in my growth, my succession planning. Like, what's my next step in my career? I feel like we're not taking enough time. There are a lot of conversations to have with your boss before you leave something that you've built all this time to start new somewhere else. Do you think it's a good thing to stay in the same company for so long? Or is it better to actually move? And if you look at the how the current trajectory of employment goes in the tech industry in, in the US, it's very interesting because it answers this question in a weird way. If you live in a place like Hawaii, which is a place I lived for a while when I worked at Microsoft during some of the years I worked there, most people in Hawaii will work at the same job for 17, 30 years, okay. 25 years. It's a cultural thing. You know, it's, a, it's about giving your all and really being committed to you the know, company, the and, company and, and the island life and the environment and etc. So it's a personal message. It's a personal commitment that you're making. We pay with we pay for uh, we pay for for this with our our time and our life. So what you get out of it matters. And if you're not getting the most out of it, then how can you get the most out of it? I'm not talking just about money. I'm talking about like learning and growth and mentorship, so that when you do decide to move to another company and make more money and have more responsibilities and maybe have more excitement, you you have everything you need to move with you. Does that make sense? Yeah. You have every right to move from wherever company to wherever company. As long as it's interesting and exciting and it gives you what you need and you have what you need. There's no norm for it. Um, it's, you're, you're seeing a bit more norm now in, certain, in the tech industry, for example, in the US, there are incentives to move from company to company. Like mm -hmm. Google will pay you what well, they did before. They would pay you to move from this company to their department in, in, in their company. Or you know, if you, want, if you work for Tesla and some other competing company wants you to come on board, they will potentially have a sign-on bonus so you yeah. can come work for them. Um, but companies have become wise about that and they're giving their employees more incentives to stay, to stay yeah. which is good. It's a lot harder to actually train a new employee and get sure. them to, to get the culture of the company and the know-how. It's easier to sustain. You think it's easier to sustain the employee? I'm not one to think that you should sustain someone 
who shouldn't be there. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I'm talking about like good employees, yeah. like keeping them from actually leaving. Yeah. If you, because if you it's wanna... harder to find a replacement for them. Absolutely. Look, yeah. at the end of the day, our company is our employees. We mm-hmm. can't run a company when we're just one person. I tried. It's very hard. Yeah. You have to be the CEO and the janitor. Yeah. Conflict here, you know? So the truth is you, uh, you really want to continuously invest in the growth of your employees. You want to have great dialogue with them and you want to keep them happy, happy, and well, motivated. They, they become happy when they understand the value of their work. Mm-hmm. So keep them looped in on what's happening. Like, hey, say, you know what? Next, next quarter, next year, we're, we're uh, doing this or we're overcoming that or we're implementing this new system and I want to get your feedback about it. Get them involved in the details of your growth as a business. Yeah. And people will have a reason to stay because they're part of the story. If they're a side character, they can be a side character anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, as we go, I feel like I'm getting like more interested in what you're saying. So, but unfortunately, we need to wrap things up a bit. I want to talk about you and what you're doing now in Lebanon. Yeah. Can you just tell the people what you've been, what you've been up to? Sure. I'd be happy to. Uh, First, thank you for having me on your platform. This is super cool. I'm having a blast. I love talking about people and (laughs) business. I'm having a blast too. Good. Yeah. So. Part of coming to Lebanon was me wanting to create this initiative to help support Lebanese small businesses. So I have a mission for my company, which is called Designed by Lebanese with Love. And this mission is to support or to help Lebanese owned small and women owned businesses bring their best products forward. The goal is to um, have a platform where people who are creating products at home in their workshops and their small businesses to sell their products mm-hmm. online and in many retail locations, which is something I'm achieving. So one of those things is uh, creating a website marketplace for people to list their products for free and having great what's relationships. The, what's the website called? Oh, it's called Batesy.com. Who came up with the name? <laughs> Me. How come? Because Batesy, it's like the, I know what I'm going to say, I'm Batesy, literally the, the name of the, of the yeah. website, which is very it. cool. I love it. I love that aspect. It's catchy as well. Thanks. I love the I love the humor and how how people interact and communicate in Lebanon. This is part of, you know, what brought that name to my mind. And so I'm using it and it, it works. And honestly, it's a good marketplace. It's a place for people who don't want to spend any money on, you know, any startup costs to really start selling and earning money, especially in the economic crisis. And selling worldwide. I mean, the platform it's it's amazing. I've seen Thanks. it. The technology that it's it's very accessible, very easily accessible like the world. And it's very creations in a very, very easy way. Absolutely. I love the fact that donations. Can you talk about this a bit? Yeah, absolutely. A big part of this website is to continuously help people. So there's a Feed the Hungry page. Uh, if you highlight market, which is on the menu, and you scroll down, you'll see Feed the Hungry. And this is a place where you can give a little uh, which will go a long way. We're not an, N- an NGO. We don't work with any nonprofit organizations. We just know families who need support all over the country. Mm-hmm. And we do our best to gain and to give them, provide them, provide them with food and yeah. bread and water, uh, milk for children, etc. This is just a way to give back. There's in. a basket that you can make as well. And then mm-hmm. there's money you can donate, right? Absolutely. You can yeah. either subscribe to donate monthly, anything from like $10 to a couple hundred bucks, or you can just do a one-time donation and then we will actually purchase a box of food and give it to that family. Best of luck. Honestly, Thanks. Honestly, in what you're doing. Thank you. And I feel like you're amazing as a Very person, fine. as a manager, as a leader, as everything. But 
I was so happy and honored to have you on the show. Well, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Well, I'm sure like people who are actually watching. Um, oh, before I leave, I need to ask you a question. Who is like who? Who's your inspirational leader? Like who inspires you the most? One name, and why? I had a wonderful. <laughs> I had a wonderful leader uh, at Microsoft who who did phenomenal things for me um, because he he saw how hard I was working and, and how how hard I wanted to learn. And he would always call me. You're. You would always say to me that I was an insatiable learner, someone who just could not get enough information, and it's still true to this day. Because honestly, I love it. And you know, his name is James, and he totally is my point of inspiration. Every time I, every time I encounter something difficult uh, in my career, I always think about a time when he encountered that, and then I reflect on that and see if this was sort of draw from it as a point of inspiration. I'm sure he'd be very proud Thanks. of you. Thank you I'm for so having proud me. of you as well, as a friend Likewise. and as a brother and everything. Thank you for again for joining us on the podcast. podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Ciao, guys. Yeah.